Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. It's episode 38. It's Rule of Two. I'm here with Mark Fernandez per usual, but we have a special guest. we got to go right to it. Yeah. It's the filmmaker doing an Indiegogo compa- campaign right now for a Kenobi fan film. I'm not even calling it a fan film. It's I mean, a film. We this know guy, him as Han Solo. We know him as Han Solo. As the Wolverine. As the Wolverine. I know him as Robin Williams and many, yeah. many Matt McConaughey in Alcentacular. I mean, let's just get to it. It's Jamie Costa yeah. here in studio yeah. joining us today. Welcome to the show, my friend. I feel welcomed. I yes, feel welcomed I, around here. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. So, this is your home. This is awesome. Because <laughs> right now, let's go into that. You have your Kenobi film that you're working on right now. Uh, tell us a little bit about it and uh, where does it take place in the timeline of the Star Wars saga? Yes. So uh, it takes place, setting is a few years after the events of Episode 3. Nice. He is on Tatooine. Yes. Um. I don't want to give away too much, of course. Right. But there's a lot of closure to be had yeah. um, still with this character, which is the only reason why we, you know, really got excited about making it. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's there's a lot to be explored in this. A lot of concepts that I'm personally excited about, you know, when you discuss, like, what-if scenarios – and then you see how it could align into like a little short or something. Yeah. That's how this spawned. Well, there's – I mean everybody obviously has been talking about a, an Obi-Wan Kenobi film. Yeah. And we got some some mixed signals now. It was going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be a series. Yeah. Now, I, we, we, we all want to know that timeline because everybody knows it's Obi-Wan between three and four watching after Luke. Yeah, look – it's a small world, this whole Star Wars fan, yeah. like hardcore fan nerd thing. And like, mm-hmm. look, we're, we're like for the first time ever, I think being a Star Wars fan has become something different because we're no longer at the lead of the pack of mm-hmm. fandom, right? Yeah. We're almost like in third place a little bit, right? Like we got 
MCU's the clear cut front runner. Right now, then you got yeah. like Game of Thrones killing it, and mm-hmm. like just like a billion people watching the show. And then you got Star Wars in turmoil, looking for hope. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I, I got to tell you, I it was about two months ago. Uh, Riley and I were thinking. Look, I'll just say it here on the show because we only got like a few people listen to us anyway. But Riley a few and I, people, please. <laughs> Riley and I were thinking about doing some kind of Obi Wan fan fiction. Yes. Okay. Very cool. And around this same time, I saw some test footage that you had put out there of you playing uh, Obi Wan, and I was like, "Fuck, this is great!" Man. Yeah, it's like, so good. You know, um, it kind of took this, the wind out of my sails a little bit because I was like, you know what? These guys are, are doing it. Let's just get behind these guys you yeah. know, because it looks friggin' great. Um, your, um, your, in, like, your take on Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi is friggin' spectacular, man. It's so good. It's nice. really, really, really good. And, like, if you guys haven't, like, seen the trailer, can you tell them where to go check out this trailer so that they can support this thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, – if you do a quick search on either Indiegogo or YouTube and put in Kenobi fan film, I think it actually pops up pretty nice. quick. Um, or you can tag Jamie Costa in there and you might, you know, find it quick. But, yeah, it's right there. Um and, yeah, you'll see more when you go there. Now, I'm going to do something as well. I'm going to link it in the description yeah. of this video uh, and the podcast. So if you're listening at home, if you're on Collider Videos where we drop it every Tuesday evening, go into the description and you can click on that link and go support Jamie Coster for this because, yeah, his Obi-Wan is spot on. We should talk about a lot of this. Yeah, we should, we should talk go, about that. Let's about actually this. just go right into Hold it. On. You know what? This oh, is, oh I was, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I was just ready. <laughs> I think because we have the master of voices himself on the show today. I, I, I see what you're cooking. Yeah. Man. Can you take us? Uh, oh, this, boy. This will be the first time in 38 episodes. Yep. So you know that, you know. I'm going to say this is episode 38 of Rule of Two, and I need you with your the best. You could do whatever voice. It could yeah. be but you know what to say, it right? It could be the Emperor. I think I know where we're going with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, with a, a certain – starts with an R, ends with an E. Yeah, yeah. Rhymes with smize. <laughs> right, right. Wait, so, I thought I had it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say this is Rule of Two, episode 38, and you're going to say rise. And here we go. Everyone, this is episode 38 of Rule of Two. Rise. That's right, you heard it up top. It is episode 38 of Rule of Two. This is a Star Wars celebration. We are on the main channel. Collider videos dropping every Tuesday night, and we are also on Podcast One Feet under Jedi Council. And you heard him here. We have him in studio. Jamie Costa is here with myself and Mark Fernandez. This is awesome. That was a great yeah. that was a great emperor. I I don't know. His is really good. It gets me every good. time I, I, I watch and listen. I know. I, you give yourself enough credit, man. Well, look, first of all, we have the master of voices here. Man. Yeah, you got Look, I, 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 I'm not going to lie, man. I will rewatch his trailer of Obi-Wan because it's not that he got the voice right because, like, getting the voice right is only the beginning, yep. you know? It's getting the the kind of – the intonation and like the emotions behind the words, right? The character. Yeah. You're inhabiting, and I've noticed this about not only your Obi Wan Kenobi or you and McGregor, if you want to say it. Every time you and we pull it up on Collider Live, we see you do your Robin Williams. I'm like, that. That's Robin Williams. Yeah. Like you become so him. How did you get to you and like 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 what kind of like like do you just watch the movies and like recite it next to him and then try to find your own spin on it? How did it? How did you land them like that? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's a loaded question because <laughs> I would say I'm still kind of building it for when we actually film later. Okay. Because mm-hmm. anything that you've seen yet is just kind of just to get excitement behind uh, what we'll be filming and get campaigning going and all that. Um, but anything I guess you've seen so far is just me trying to mash together what I know best of the character mm-hmm. and then allowing what you know what is said of me with the impression instinct you know the character voice uh, instinct yeah um, and letting that actually come in strangely last because like you said it's and this is something I've just learned in acting or in whatever acting. you know just like you got to get the character done first yeah all the other stuff can kind of just be nice on top it yeah. was like the same when we did the Han Solo short I you know, you have the first thoughts of like, oh, I gotta get it perfect, <laughs> and it's not. It's not. It's not. You try to get Han or Harrison Ford perfect. You get the character right. You get the character right. You get to have fun, and I already know I'm kind of halfway there with some stuff. So then you get to just tweak it. You know, yeah. and really fine tune it. Does it change at all and get even more kind of like you, you get a hold on it when you put on the costume, you pick oh. up the lightsaber? Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Like, did I you mean, see it? Because in my days in theater, when I would put on the costume, you know, it's like, okay, now we're talking. Now I'm feeling something different. So with that, I, I mean, I've always Very loved much. the look of Star Wars. So especially when you pick up that lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Oh. That, it was... Uh, yeah, we have a, just a kind of a cheaper one rented for that. Yeah, what you've seen in these little teasers, and um, and just having that on, I was I was like, I giddy, man. I was, I went back to childhood real quick. Oh, yeah. I would too. You know, the the uh, the thing that always gets me about your take on on Obi on Obi One is that, and look, it's only a few limited sentences that you know that I've seen, and I want to hear more. And I'm going to definitely ask you to do it. Before the show is over, so prepare yourself. <laughs> you can say no. You can say no, but I'm going to definitely have to ask at some point. I was going to go I, all I, I, in. I don't mind. Can you do it the entire no, time, no, no, and no. we have you and McGregor on? <laughs> but 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 for me, the bonus like, footage. What 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 really gets me is that your character, your interpretation of Obi Wan. I can feel his pain over the loss of his friend Anakin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Like I forget exactly, you know, your line. I think you say something about Anakin. He's still alive, or, or or something along those lines. But yeah, you feel the pain of Obi Wan Kenobi having this like unresolved thing about his brother and best friend, and like to me, that's why the Obi Wan movie is like my dream scenario right now in Star Wars. Because and you know, like I'm not sure if you can see it, but Jamie's actually got a copy, a novelization of Revenge of the Sith that he walked yeah. in here with. Um, it, it's like – talk to me a little bit about your take, uh, your perception about Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship. Mm. Well, and that – this book right now is helping me get a larger idea on that because mm. all I know is are the movies that for uh, previous. And yeah. then since I've been digging up you know, comics and stuff like that, this has been – Best so far for me. Yeah. Um, and I like the Clone Wars stuff. Uh, you know, that kind of helps shape it. Mm-hmm. But this, you know, this author is very bold. I, I don't even know the author off the top of my head. but um, Matthew Stover, only because I'm reading Stover. it. Matthew yeah. Stover. Matthew Stover. Yeah. It, I just love how bold he is with just, like, he knows these characters. And he just states it, um, in fact, in paragraphs. You know, this is Obi-Wan. And he just goes into it. Mm. Um, but, but. Yeah, this book so far has been really helping me with understanding their relationship way more than what I've just seen from the films and stuff. And um, 
yeah, it's 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 cool that in this book it made me realize the whole idea of Kenobi literally never would be who he was. Mm. The the famed Jedi mm. without having been the master mm. of you know Anakin. At least I I believe that. Uh in that cuz it talks about always and the last Jedi touches on this uh, about you don't really begin, you know, to learn your lessons until you're a master, until you've mm. tried to, to do your apprentice stuff, and then you've passed it on the torch stuff and see if it worked. Right. Um, but that's what, you know, this book goes into a lot, and I've, I've just I've, it, – it's enlightening me with how Kenobi on that – in that in that way, you know. How, how, how much pain does Kenobi have over that fight with Anakin, you think? I think a lot. And I used to play it nonstop because I used to relate to episode three a lot weirdly when I was growing up, you know, like just I mean, it's my favorite. It's my favorite of the movies. Like, I do. I, yeah. I, I connect with it so much. And um, I just said soundtrack on all the time. You know, like I just there's a lot of emotion uh, mm. going on in, in all of that. And that is one of the most emotional battles other than. Obviously, episode one's Duel of the Fates is just, whoa. Mm. But, and the um, Return of the Jedi one with the, you know, Throne John Williams music mm-hmm. carrying that thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, but, the, but the episode three is just really is just like so much turmoil. I mean, it is crazy. It is way more Duel of the Fates than I, I think episode one is. Um, yeah. And, yeah, th- a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's just like. To think what they've gone through, you know, uh, yeah. together. It's such an interesting story because when everybody talks about an Obi-Wan movie or even a series, everybody always leads with, well, he's looking after Luke. It's all about him looking after Luke and him after – and we were talking about this and then we saw yours. It's like, no, it's it's about Anakin. It's about Anakin. It's about his loss, his failure as, as, a, as a master and then yeah. what it must be like because uh, – and I don't know. Maybe there's some canon stuff out there. Um, I did some research when we were talking about this. Mm. When does he find out that his apprentice survives? And then moreover, when he's now in the suit and he's become <clears throat> this presence in the galaxy that is so evil. Like yeah. what does that do to Obi-Wan? That's what we want. Like that's what I want from a movie. Yeah, and it's like Obi-Wan I think um, you know, is such an interesting character because – He's he's always been a man of duty for me, like throughout yeah. the, sure. you know, oh, absolutely. You know, throughout the films. And like he felt like that he had to you know, he made a promise to Qui-Gon Jinn to train the boy. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's fully committed to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and ultimately he fails at that, you know. But then Yoda tells him, Much training for you I still have. Yeah. You know, when when you're in Tatooine Teach you, I will, how to commune with your old master, Qui-Gon. Right. And then in our headcanon, we were like, Qui-Gon isn't really interested in giving him any other lessons except like, hey, you're still not finished. Yeah. You still got to go fix the boy. Like the boy is the chosen one. Yeah. You know, so it's just like that. There's so much stuff there, you know, and. And like, look, um, not to you know, not to go back on promoting this because I really, really want to see this, you know, a fan film. Um, and like, like I hope you don't mind me saying this. No, no. Currently, they're at about fifteen thousand um, dollars raised, which mm-hmm. I think is incredible. Insane. Yeah, absolutely. It has a target goal of about forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It's a flexible goal, mm-hmm. um, and. I just want to see this thing get made. You know, like, like if you need sound stages, we got a sound stage here <laughs> yeah. in Studio B. I'm, I mean, first of all, I'm not even kidding. 
It's this is your house. Um, I want to foster these kinds of things. I wish I could open up my checkbook and just do it. Yeah. I can't right now. <laughs> you know, like McDonald's. But like, someone at home can. <laughs> yeah. Somebody at home can. But but I can offer my studio. You yes. know, like, yeah. like like if you need a sound stage, you got it. You know, because I want to see Jamie's take on this because. You know, it's that one line that Anakin's alive where I was like, shit, Jamie gets it. Yep. Jamie gets it. That was – it gave me chills because that is – we've talked about it. That's the heart of the Obi-Wan character. Yeah. More so than sure, I'll look after Luke. But like what – is he just going to sit on the desert and just like, yeah, he's fine. He's over there. No. He's doing something, right? And, yeah. And that's the heart of the character that I want to see you explore. And that's why I'm excited that you're excited about. Yeah. <laughs> because literally – that yeah, that's that's. I'm not old enough to be honest. I I, I don't feel like I'm there yet mm. in any capacity to explore the Obi Wan Luke, you know, right, right stuff as much. Get, that that comes that comes along, but there's tease, more to have. We tease at that as being, oh, now that's next on the agenda. There kind, it is, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what you were just explaining, you know, just that's what's next on the horizon. Right. Yeah. How long is uh, are you looking to make this thing? Like, if you don't mind me. No, asking. yeah. It, it's, you know, one of those sweet spots for fan films, you know, in that 20 minute, you know, yeah. area. But that's it could, it could, you never know. Mm-hmm. It could lay, lay a little further or, you know, 30 minutes. It maybe? could go, it could, yeah. it could, but um, it could even go shorter depending on how it's just, it, you know, you you don't know how, what's right till a year yeah. later. And look, if we get that McDonald's sponsorship that we've been trying to get, what I would love to do is why don't we bring all these forces together, crossover universe potential, have Jamie Obi Wan starring in Star Wars Theories uh, Vader fan film. Did you see the Vader fan film? It's funny you mention that. Okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I like that smile. <laughs> oh, there's a little devious smile. Those listening at home, a yeah. twinkle in the eye yeah. of Jamie Costa here. Yeah. Let's just say there's been talks. Yeah, uh, it's a great fan film, the Vader one. This is a beautiful fan film. They crushed it. I it resurrected feels for me of what I love about Star Wars, which is the only reason why I do fan films. Period. Mm-hmm. I try to resurrect the feels and not try to duplicate. In mm-hmm. fact, I even impressions and stuff is a celebration of what I find what I love in mm-hmm. that character or whatever. And and instead I don't really like to necessarily just requote stuff a lot. I like right. to write it. I like yeah. to go improv it out with get into find get that character and just have fun with it and recall what we loved. Um and and yes, so yeah, with fan film, that's what, I, what we're trying to do with this one is explore some new concepts, some some new things, but ride out that the feels that like it happened in Star Wars theories Vader scene where um, where he's hearing Padme's shouts and stuff, and he's getting that lightning glowed onto his face on his helmet, and it reminds me of like Return of the Jedi, right? When he's right there going through all the emotional lightning in front of him on his son, yeah, and. And I'm like, damn, now I accept in my mind, I accept in my mind Star Wars Theory's, you know, film as canon in that realm because mm. I now believe when I watch Return of the Jedi, he's thinking about Padme even right. in that moment. We, yeah. we talked about that, they, you know, about how that – it works as canon. Yeah. And much like when we just talked to you about like what's Obi-Wan's story – they got it because it was like, well, well what's Vader's story? And yeah. they get to the heart of it. It's, it's Padme. 
And yeah. that's Anakin's fall yeah. from grace. So they mine that information, and that's what makes it so emotional. And so that we can, you know, presuppose here with Obi Wan, yeah. tied to Darth Vader as well, tied to Anakin, and that love, the friendship, the the, the master apprentice kind of thing. These these things that these people are doing, you are doing Star Wars theory is like finding that emotional core that maybe some people are missing from some of the movies, and that's why they love these you yeah. know these things. Yeah, like like necessity is the mother of invention and the mother of creation and and the mother of pushing yourself beyond the boundaries that you thought you had, and and that's why I'm a big supporter of all these fan films. I wish I could support them more. Right. But look, having you on the show, I think, is a good start to try to you know use our platform to get people to also support these types of movies. Um, in. in <clears throat> In all of, uh, uh, like, transparency, I haven't seen the Han Solo yeah. uh, movie. That's great. Um, I've been wanting to see it, and I've seen clips of it, but I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. Um, tell me a little bit about how, like, like how was the reception for that? Like, like um, is this one supposed to be a bit bigger production than that, or was that – because that was a pretty big production, right? Yeah, it's, it's fun because that one was more of a – Adventure, like more of just almost episodic adventure, like just mm-hmm. another, you know, outing with with Han at some point in the in in that timeline of of Han Solo, right? Chewie, and nothing in there at all tries to wedge itself into uh, the linear story mm-hmm. or the saga, rather. And um, this one does, right? Mm. This one's a little bold with imagining itself now we will you know play by the rules and um you know do what we're supposed to and say hey this is fan film we're not trying to act like it's real Mm -hmm. um but we act like it's official rather but in our heads you know this is headcanon yeah uh, to to the saga and and playing a part there but that yeah the han one was more of just fun we wanted to make sure we did something fresh and cool and play with these characters and just had fun celebrating some Star Wars, especially while it was no, you know, we weren't hiding the fact that there was a Han Solo movie coming around the corner. Right. Like, ride the hype. You know, people enjoy it. They want it. They just want more of it while it's right there in front. So we were like, let's do it. Is it the same crew behind both films? A lot. Yes. We have we have people attached that were from the previous as well. And, director, like? Uh, not the director. Uh one of my co-producers, I guess you could say, uh, were kind of EPs together on it. Um, mm-hmm. Jaden Gautier, who uh, Christian was saying he's seen a lot of Zach King stuff. He's done he produced a lot of Zach King videos okay. um, and shorts and stuff. But we tag teamed that previous one. Um, he's really good at putting you know the ingredients together. But um, we have a DP that I hope will be back. We we're, we're I can't really say he's officially on it yet right, because right. of work stuff. But um, we're hoping he'll be back. Uh, Chris Kimlin, he did a very, very good job, and he he did he's done a lot of movies, big movies. But um, we have yeah, we have so many cool people attached, yeah. and so many people that, like you were saying, you're offering up like stages here in space. The fan making a fan film with Star Wars, making that Han Solo one, which we had not done anything like that before. I had not done a lot like. I do a lot that I don't really showcase. I just, yeah. you know, I chase the career of acting and do voice work and sure. do all these other things that people never will know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm claimed a fame of, you know, for impressions and stuff, which is fun. It's great. And I, you know, try to marry those two for a little bit um, for this Han Solo short. And fortunately, people, like, bought in on the idea of what we were trying to do, which is just make a high caliber short that yeah. celebrates this character that we were wanting to play with. And... Um, and really in celebrate Star Wars as well, more so. 
And yeah, it's just and the overwhelming support and the fact that that one got made is just crazy. And then then now that we did that one, we were successful and in my eyes, completely successful, um, well received and everything. Now we had a little more credit in the bank to go for something even more serious. Yeah, yeah, and and it makes me think when you're talking about like Han Solo, you know, you weren't trying to wedge it in anywhere, almost like canon, right? Right. But in your mind, it could be head canon, right? But with Obi Wan, there seems to be a more tailored need to put him in canon because, especially when you say Obi Wan right now, and you look at yourself and your age, you're like, right. well, Obi Wan's. This age, that's Revenge of the Sith: New Hope, right? So, do you feel more tied to that, and 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 more needing to go in deeper on the canon stuff, or is it? Are are you still kind of with that Han Solo mentality, knowing exactly where it's landing, and the rest let the pieces fall where they may? I think I think I think I would say it's a mix at, at some point mm-hmm. uh, because we're definitely doing our own thing, yeah. Um, we're flaring because there's there's actually some really neat scenes in, in it right now that I, I don't know. It just it's kind of like some moments in Rogue One where Rogue One kept the feel in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, it did. Uh, some Star Wars. Wars. I was like, all right, there's some tone there that I like. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm familiar with, but I'm gonna let you do your own thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it served a new hope nicely. Yeah. Um, but but that's what, kind of how we feel with this. You know, it's just like. But we need a little closure, you know. We just need a little, just a little. And, yeah. and me personally, it's yeah. almost selfish. Me too. I, I, me need, I need a too. lot of closure. I, need I, a little I, think, bit. I think with Obi Wan, I need a lot. I, there's a lot of. I think we could probably speak for a lot of fans, which is why, out of all the movies that they were announcing, I would even say Solo was announced, and a lot of people are like. Uh, where's the Obi-Wan movie? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do we hear all these times? It's like, hey, James Mangle is going to direct a Boba Fett movie. And they're like, ah, where's the Obi-Wan movie? Right. It was like every time there was a spinoff announced, it was like, but where's the Obi-Wan movie? This seems to be the, the one that the fans it really, truly want. It is interesting to me. I, I, I do – because when Han Solo was announced, I don't care. I'm like, whatever. They're doing whatever. Let's see what happens always. I have my own thoughts, but I always – I'm like, let's all right, let's see what happens. Let's yeah. see what happens. But – Kenobi was in my mind. I mean, I'm no, I'm no professional here, <laughs> but I think that people would have paid a lot more to go to see Kenobi stuff. Yeah, um, there's because more intrigue there I because think. of yeah, that. There's because also lightsabers there and lightsabers. And we talk yes. about this. We we liken the the mythology or the Force lightsabers Jedi as yeah. the Big Mac. It because is. when you go to McDonald's, what's the staple? It's yeah. the Big Mac. It's the Big Mac. So we keep asking for the Big Mac. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, what Lucasfilm seems to be doing, for me at least, was solo because I didn't yeah. exactly enjoy the movie that sure. as much as I've enjoyed the others. Sure. It's like Mickey D's like selling like chicken wraps. Right. Yeah, you and, know, it's and, like you, you guys aren't about chicken wraps. Yeah. You or know? when they're like, you know we, what we added? Salads. Yeah, and now alfalfa like, sprouts. Like, yeah, I don't go to McDonald's for your salads. <laughs> yeah, Rogue, Rogue One was about the extent I wanted to go on that. Yeah. Because, yeah. And they even still kept the Force. And that's what we tried to do in this little Han Solo short, too. Yeah. Is keep the Force as a looming you thing did in, it. in the back. You mm-hmm. know? And he mocks it, of course, in our little bit. Of course. Um, but... But it's still there. And yeah. you're like, no, we know better. But okay, yeah. go ahead, Han. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I loved. But and – the, and the Rogue One force looming was fun. Like I was like, oh. I, I even got feels when, when – I don't know characters' names as well as I should. But when that one guy 
you know, I am one with the forest guy, mm-hmm. um, walks, yeah. walks and doesn't get shot. I'm like, huh, I got the feels with that. Oh, me yeah. too. And the, yeah, the force was with him. The force was with yeah, him. For and, sure. But anyways, yeah. What's I just, that dude's name? I can't remember. Uh, it <laughs> Mway. Okay. That's I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Schmodown. Schmodown. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, hold on. I'm going to – now, <laughs> what do I have here? But, I have a – But that – that was the extent I wanted to go yeah. away from the force stuff, and and there, but that's anything. I still don't mind anything. It seems like rebels. Everybody still has it on the back. You know that matter. It's still it's still. But it's yeah. all, that's what I want to make sure we keep. But it's like they keep it there, but they don't um, attack it. You know. Mm-hmm. But like one question I had before I forget, like playing Han and playing Obi Wan, which are. Two, you know, opposite. very different characters. In my opinion, I, I really, I think opposite almost now. Yeah. Yeah. Which one did you sort of groove with mo- most? Like, like I know you haven't actually been able to play the whole Obi-Wan, but I'm right. sure you've explored the character. Yeah. Like, out of these two characters, which one do you find easier to ride? It's so weird because I didn't resonate with Han before. I think I found out that I did. Right, but it, I, you know, I didn't feel like I did at first, and then once I started playing him, I was like, oh, there's actually some stuff I can pull on, you know." Right, Kenobi, not as much. Uh, he's he's just a lot of. There's a lot of positive about Kenobi that I don't count myself in that. Uh, those characteristics. The, he's he's the ultimate Jedi. He's so humble. He keeps his eye on the prize. He. Sure, he is gonna go through some emotional shit. Yeah, because of what he went through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and the, and you want to see that you do because he was like you mentioned Obi Wan. He's like the the master, but he was like almost like uh, you, you couldn't sway him. He just always took everything, and even with his duel with Anakin and Revenge of the Sith, there was a lot of motion emotion there. But but he stayed true. To he it. stayed true, and he's like, I have the high ground. He stop seems, it. Yeah. yeah. He seeks the will of the Force above all else. Yeah. And Even his love for Satine, whatever. And right. we will have Easter eggs, by the way, in this. Um, <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. I see what you're doing. I love yeah. that. There's one line. So, so I, um, you know, probably my most used Star Wars line is in Rise, even though I love, I love that one. And, and I always love that I one know. moment where the Emperor tells Anakin to rise, and that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but for me, like, and I do it after every time I use my boat and I make it safely back to dock. I use it every time I fly. <laughs> I, I use it every time we go on a shoot. You know, we've been shooting a nature documentary recently, a very dangerous one with snakes and like venomous snakes out in the middle of nowhere. And I always use this one line, you know. Oh, I know what it is. And do you know? <laughs> Another happy landing. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was perfect. Is it weird that, that I got chills off of yeah. how good that was? <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> it's just such a nerd out moment yeah, for me. That was perfect. The swoosh of perfect hair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now the happy landing. That's why is so that great. line like? Just let me ask you this on some nerd shit. Why is that line so good? Like, why is that moment so good? Because Obi Wan hates space travel too. He's like, oh, I hate flying sometimes, and so. And then when he when they pull off that, oh, that's true. He does. Hate he it. does. Yeah. He hates it. He's like he, you know, it's like Anakin's always jumping out of speeders and <laughs> yeah. stuff and and well, doing always things. Always on the move. Always yeah. on the move. And then that's part of Obi Wan. Yeah, they fight. He's like, oh, I hate you know, and he does it, and then. 
they crash this weird, crazy ship and just <laughs> half, of ship. <laughs> half of a ship, and then it's like, now the happy landing. And he, that's Obi-Wan. Yeah. He yeah. just gets it. He's just like, I'm here. The Force yeah. brought us here. It was another happy landing. Here we are. Yeah. And he didn't, yeah, he didn't think that's the end. He no. didn't, but he was like, oh, you know, as it was happening. But, yeah. <laughs> but just his little, he does have a little bit of fun on the end of things. Like He does. He, always. he really does. He really does. I wonder, I wish Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor, would show up in Rise of Skywalker. I don't think that's happening. I mean, it'd be I'm less in flashback, right? I mean, unless in flashback, I mean, we had that little force vision Easter egg with Hugh McGregor, and and I love how they did this. They were able to get Alec Guinness uh, cut some of his dialogue, right, of so what it he sa- said on something, yeah. right? So it sounds like Ray, yeah. and then these are your first steps. Hugh McGregor comes in for yeah. these are your first steps. So for me, it was like, and you heard Yoda, and Yoda appears yep. in Last Jedi. Yeah. Listen, I think J.J. has some... Um, I think Anakin might come back in this one. That's what I'm wondering. Very that's possible. why I brought I mean, it around It may have been a shock here. of his appearance. Yeah, yeah. Well, we obviously know that the Emperor is going to be in The Rise of Skywalker. Somehow, somehow. Someway. Somehow, some way, whether it's a recording, whether it's a force presence, or maybe he's back, you know? Mm-hmm. You know the, Christ, Christian's theory is that the Emperor, um, that Rey was made of the Emperor somehow... George Lucas is on the record saying that there was a, a, a big point during the making of the prequels that he was going to introduce to the storyline that Anakin was created by the Emperor. Mm. Um, this is confirmed. That's like, in the script, I believe, that got took out, right? Yes. 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 So yeah. Lucas is confirmed saying that. Do you think that's where Rise of Skywalker is going, that the Emperor actually made Rey? Or a tag team effort when Plagueis may have been alive still. Mm. So you think it dates that, well, that far there's back, comics maybe. now, I think. I believe right. there's comics that have confirmed in the Vader ones, I think, maybe, or just the regular Star Wars ones. But that Emperor is he, – he's the he, one. He did. Oh, that's right. It was in the Vader comic. Yeah, he came and did it. Yeah. Something, so. Yeah, like, like, like I saw something about this. What, what, mm-hmm. What's he it, talking about? It's a bold one that they confirmed. That the Emperor basically – Manipulated the midichlorians to impregnate Shmi Skywalker and give birth to Anakin. In fact, mm. that's why there is this father-son stuff. I think um, in Episode Three, the way and it, it, I love this because, like, after you know going back into it and stuff, ah, like the the way the perception of father-son feel that even Sheev, you know, has. Oh yeah, you know, towards Anakin. Not even just like you're part of my plan, but he almost has a little nugget of like you're my boy. Yeah, yeah. he's like I'm yeah. gonna be <laughs> Look, watching after you with great. Uh, what does he say at the in, end of yeah. Phantom Menace? Yeah, he, he, with great interest. He's great interest. He's great like, interest. Yeah, and Anakin know? probably has that weird connection. And it's probably throwing Obi for a loop all the time. Like, why do you resonate with that creep? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, and that's your, what I, I... Your friendship with the Emperor has definitely paid off. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's what I love about Revenge of the Sith more than all the prequels is finally digging into that because that scene, everybody talks about the scene at the opera. Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? I yeah. love that conversation. I not. But it's <laughs> not a movie Disney would make. But exactly. <laughs> it's not a movie that Disney would <laughs> ever get behind. <laughs> it's true. I ripped that one. Somebody said something down those lines somewhere in a comment. I thought, that's brilliant. Yeah. Unknown 
credit, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, but they need to. I mean, I would love a Darth Plagueis movie, and it's like I I don't know what's going to happen with with Rise of Skywalker. If there's yeah. going to be any reveal, it better on be who's good, man. Was. After this whole Endgame shit, like, oh it, yeah, it has to deliver, man. Well, that's the one difference I think right now after seeing Endgame and stuff, and like appreciating the writing of like. No, they said end game literally throughout, you know, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and things like that. Just they they did actually have that Kevin Feige, like, you know, yeah. he, he knew what was up kind of the whole time. I don't know, but I don't believe it doesn't seem that way with with the saga so far of this new trilogy. And so that that has me on like. Yeah, interest. We level. talk. Yeah. We, we talk a lot about that, and and people. And I did get some pushback when when I mentioned that on Twitter, where what? Uh, that there's this plan on whether JJ met with Ryan and vice versa, right. and that they yeah, plan but, but, these things out. But you've been a big proponent on this very show that there is no plan. That's what I'm talking about because. Hopefully everything is. started to change with me over as I'm watching the business side of it. Now the movies work for me. There's a big difference between me enjoying these movies versus what I see in the trades and what I see and what I can just – you're firing Lord and Miller. Yeah. You're, you're getting rid of Colin Trevorrow. I'm hearing things – Josh Trank was up Josh for- Trank was doing it, but he was fired. There are s- sources that I do have that I'm hearing there wasn't a lot of talk. Yeah. And so – and you can then hear that and go, OK, well, I'm not a reporter or anything, so I'm not going to talk in, mm-hmm. in, above of what I know. But there's that where there's smoke, there's fire thing. Yeah. And when you see reports that it's like another director is out, we're bringing J.J. back in. I really want to know what's going on because it feels like there's there's not much of a plan. But then you hear, oh, well, they did talk. They did. And it's like J.J. has to now pick up the reins. After The Last Jedi, is he talking to Ryan Johnson? I'd like to assume he is. I think Ryan Johnson's out of the picture, man. I think Ryan Johnson's out of the picture. I don't think he is, actually. I think he's doing I mean, his trilogy. Whole, like, yeah? I've been wondering if they were going to bring him back. But now, and, and I'm just going off of what, what he said, he's, he's said. saying. Yes. He tweeted, I didn't think he was going to be back personally. I I, for a while, I, I didn't. I thought he did enough. Splitting of fan base that they probably thought <laughs> that, and I'm not saying negative on anything. I'm just literally saying there was some controversy of sure. You know, there was two different. But I believe it's a that. smaller contingent than originally thought. So, so that's okay. where I'm landing with it. And but what I did like about this trailer, this recent one, yeah, is it gave me that hope that whoever I don't care if they have been or haven't been, JJ has decided with whoever. Maybe, whoever, but on himself at least. I am going to make this feel like a saga. Like it's yeah, all one to. thing. Like it's, right, oh, I right. love the fact that now, I assume, Palpatine is at the bottom of each trilogy. That's – see, <laughs> thank cool. you. Thank you because I got pissed when that thing came out, when that trailer comes out and people start sharing the memes of in case of Last Jedi fatigue, break nostalgia glass with the <laughs> Emperor. And I'm like, dude, the guy is the whole – he's the thing that connects the entire saga. I'm glad they confirmed that because – Yes, like, I didn't want to have to speculate yeah, for more months than he, I already if do. If he didn't, then I would have been like – yeah, I don't know more if it strings box. together. Yeah. yeah, but it but it makes perfect sense that he was the puppet master of the prequels, the Phantom Menace, as it were, mm. and then revealed, and the, there he was, takes down the Jedi, 
is one of the big bads, one that that is now overseeing what he did through this through the Which original trilogy. Believe, yeah, is taken down. I mean, look what what great irony it would be that the son redeems the father and the father kills the other father, right? Because right? if if Sheev Palpatine is indeed the one who sort of birthed Anakin, right? And then you have Anakin or Vader throwing Palpatine down the well. Mm-hmm. And then like – Anybody know, who falls has an opportunity to come back. Yeah. In That's this what universe. We <laughs> Even <laughs> though – and like we spoke about this in the last show. Lucas and, and Ian McDermott had a conversation and Lucas told them emphatically that he was done. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this was a celebration. He talked about it that emphatically he was dead. Right. So how they bring him back – to me, it's still a mystery, like sure. how corporeal you actually going to be. Are we going to play on the Plagueis? That's see, there, there's so much that you can do, and and I always go. I bring up Dark Empire every chance I get right. with the clones, yeah, with the clones, and they do cherry pick some of the canon stuff. And John Favreau walks out during the Mandalorian panel and says, "I'm going to grab some legend stuff for this. I'm grabbing stuff that might not be canon, but I'm going to." Folded mm, yeah. into Mandalorian. I believe that everybody has that option from Ryan Johnson to JJ to John Favreau to Dave Filoni. All right, so I'm going to throw up a spoiler warning right now. Okay. Okay, for Game of Thrones. Spoiler warning, Game I of Thrones. It. I'm not going to go into too many, too many details, but. Okay. Um, and I know there's a few Twitter things we want to talk about. One, one thing that I saw was Ryan Johnson tweeted, God damn it, okay, which is, <laughs> you know, breaking a commandment already, but yeah. anyway, God damn it. <laughs> I had this whole amazing Night King theory. Ah, okay. That was his whole thing. And the Star Wars fans, of course, are inundating this this Twitter thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and of course, you can only imagine what the tweets are. Like, you know, like, you know, thank God, like, your theory is in the what? You know, let me guess. He throws the ice. Thing behind his back. <laughs> you you Twitter like, people, leave Ryan. You guys are yeah. the worst. But I mean, he he is kind of asking, like like I mean, he. I love Ryan Johnson because he does this. But you're because famous he just in the face of the people that give him so much hate. He's like, whatever. I'm right, still right. Gonna but tweet. you're famous for creating your own theory about Star Wars that nobody else really bought into. Except me. Except and you. a lot of people that Except gave it one point two million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, giving it money mm-hmm. is a separate thing because we're going to give it money no matter what. Yeah, but that was a lot of rewatches to get to one point two billion. Yeah. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I, I am going to defend the Last Jedi yeah. to the day I die. The, the rewatch thing, I don't know. Maybe I. I think I never paid for it once, but then again, I'm in the industry, so I got lucky. Right. 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 And I said, but you know what? I did buy the 4K though on Vudu. There it is. You know? But anyway, this tweet I thought was really funny. Um, and you should read some of these comments if you want to go down a like a like a black hole of, I'm of, scared. of Ryan Johnson Ugh. antagonism. Yeah. But the other two tweet that I want to talk about uh, from last week is Mark Hamill back at it again. Yeah. This this <laughs> is rough. Something else. Yeah. This is rough. You know, he's yeah. back back at it again. Anyway, if you guys haven't heard, I'm sure you have if you follow us. Uh, Mark Hamill posted a picture that some fans had made on the Millennium Falcon of uh, uh, Lando, Leia, Leia and Han. Han, and him. And they're all in the Millennium Falcon. Ha- with the hashtag, missed, missed opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, so, that didn't... Uh... All I'll say is that I would have liked to have seen that. Same. That period. Oh, Same. of course. Absolutely. Without a that, doubt. Without but a doubt. I do... And I don't agree with a lot of – and I saw a lot of people in – not only in our space but actually working at Lucasfilm 
making fun of this. I don't agree with that. They this, went after Hamill hard on this one to the point that this is the first time I've ever seen Mark Hamill apologize. For yeah, he blinked. He blinked. I think. He, I think as much as I, I love actually some of the stuff he he offers up as opportunities missed or whatever. He mm-hmm. has ideas, and I think they were they were they were good ideas actually. Um, yeah. Not all of them, but um, there were some that would have been fun to explore. Yeah, but. He has been very good about maintaining a fun professionalism about it all. And this may have been the first time he definitely skipped past the line a little bit. You think so? More than more than I completely disagree with everything Ryan Johnson did with this movie. He uh, said that though. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 That, so I didn't know I that. Fundamentally disagree. <laughs> I mean, on the record, I read on the it on his face and in his roundabouts <laughs> right. all the time. It's on the record. Yeah. It's okay, it is on the record. Wow. Yeah. But here's here's what he said to give some context. The yeah. first tweet comes out missed opportunities. Right. Yeah. That causes a firestorm. Yeah. And I rolled my eyes because – not because of alt-right. That, like, that's bullshit. Which is, oh, that's what? absolutely ridiculous. How does ridiculous. that translate to alt-right? I still don't get it. I mean maybe I'm not woke enough. But This is the the, the, the reason that I, I rolled my eyes at this is because people started tagging me and going, see? Because they know I like The Last Jedi and they want me to not like it. And, that's right. and it's like to that, stop it. And You're that, not going to convince me otherwise. Yeah. So Trust me. I've tried. I understand. <laughs> you have. Yeah. And But here's – where then I, I land with this, and he even said so, because I know he's an actor. I know he's also a good friend, and I know I wanted to see that as well. I wanted sure. to see them all together. There was a little bit of a, oh, because by the end of Force Awakens, I was like, we're never going to see Han and Luke together again. Sure. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So there is something there. I agree with that. But this is what he says. Saw a pic of me with Billy D. Harrison and uh, Carrie, or he says Carrison and Harry. That's funny. Posted it because I miss them. Nothing more, nothing less. I love the new cast too and didn't mean to get every, everyone's knickers in a twist. Maybe I should have just posted a bunch of Endgame spoilers instead. Relax and have fun, people. <laughs> no. <laughs> what he's, if what he's saying is what he's saying, yeah. he, then the, the fix on that would have just been just take away the hashtag missed opportunity and just leave. All right. Nothing? I, Maybe I just the picture? Just, I don't know. <laughs> or just right. been like, ah, I would have liked to have seen that. Or I don't know. Even that's like, ooh. And I can go on on a lot of this. It's like I can go to the actor that wants to have that portrayal, have that, that experience as the character of Luke reuniting but, with his friends. But he's – first of all, he's absolute – I think even from a story perspective, he's absolutely right. And this is my perspective on it anyway because um, like the counterpoint – to that scene is like, oh, we've already seen that movie. It's a rehash. That's right? what everybody said, and I don't. But just, has on. anybody seen this season of Game of Thrones? Has right. anybody seen the last season of Game of Thrones? Right. The entire thing. Spoiler warning: is that it's a friggin' reunion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just one gigantic reunion. Reunions feel good. Yes. When you go back to Christmas and you live far away from your parents, you haven't seen your parents in seven months, seeing them again feels good. It's not a rehash. That's, it's yeah. friggin' love. That's that's why I never bought that. It's not like we're asked. It's, it's we're like they almost the think movie. it's just like this. They, they just want and, – and I saw people going, yeah, I really want to see all these old people together, you know. Riding around in the Falcon again, and there's a part of me that goes, "Yeah, I do want to see that." But there's also this other thing. It's like, no, it's not going to be the whole movie, but a reunion scene. And they're would clever. Be great. They're clever enough to make it work. Yes, because all this other stuff, you know, it's debatable whether it even works. And so, like, they could at least pacify us 
with a little yummy, you know, reunion and still align it with that plot. You know? Right. Yeah. It's and, just like, and there's a lot of, I think, Give us misguided. 20 less minutes of the, like, like the whole space chase, you know, like the why, slow, low, again, slow speed space again, chase. Why does this go to Ryan Johnson? This yeah. is what gets me. Yeah. This is what really gets me. J.J. Abrams set, set this up, up with Lawrence right. Kasdan, kills Han Solo and puts Luke on an island. And everybody's blaming <laughs> Ryan Johnson. First of all, you're right about that. It's ridiculous. You're, you're They're right about that. getting where this started. Yeah. Very accurate. It's just yeah. that but, J.J. had but, the but, idea. But you are saying where what started. Where what started. Uh, yeah, I don't You're know. You're saying where it started. And it's, well, right, it right, started right. with George. But it started. No, 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 no. But his no, point I'm is talking different. about what, 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 what are you talking about, though? Where it being a problem? Where the oh, missed opportunity started. With the missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It did. Yeah. It started with JJ. Because, one, you kill off Han right, Solo. Right. And that's what I said at the end of Force Awakens. I personally thought it was a very um, moving death and it worked for me. Yeah. But. I'm a fan first and foremost, and back of my mind after after all the Force Awakens stuff mellows out with me, I go, no, no more Han and, and I'm not going to say Han and Luke together again. Yeah. So there's that, and that's by JJ's design for the character of Kylo Ren Ben Solo. That was his journey. Yeah. Sure. So I get it, and that's the story. And I'm accepting of that. Yeah. But there's that's the plot. I don't know if there's a story. Well, there. plot, but that's part of the story. That's I, part of his. I still don't know what the story is, dude. He's still fighting with this. Kylo Ren is still dealing with the death of his father at his yeah. own hands. That's my problem right now. Actually, if I'm gonna talk about problems or whatever, I really wish a lot of what we've seen so far in this uh, new saga could have been condensed into almost the first movie. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean you <laughs> can argue the point. The first movie was the very safe movie if you it will was. In, the, it, it was in the, very in the safe. sense of and i'm not even saying that negatively i felt great watching yeah. it i was like and then but it's like oh well okay mm-hmm. we're taking a really long time just in a filmmaking perspective like you could you could condense what we're trying to get at here sure has the mcu skewed our expectations for how you build a saga in the movie theaters I mean, they have done something that skewed it. They've done because something special. They've done something I don't think anybody thought could be done. Because, like right now, Star Wars, they look, proved it could be done. They yeah, proved it could be done. I mean, Endgame, and I'll give credit to Amy Dolan for this, who's um, the very talented host of Collider Heroes. She, you know, like I was talking to her about Endgame, and we were just having like a like our own little nerd fest, and she's like, they managed to make a sequel for twenty one movies. Yeah. You know, that's for crazy. 21 different yeah, movies. And it's bizarre. And it's absolutely incredible the way that they were able to, like, keep this narrative tapestry completely perfectly entwined. Right. Like, that's the credit that it gets more than anything. Yeah. Credit number two would probably be that it's really funny. Right. That like it has great humor. Mm-hmm. And then three would probably be great action. Um, but my God, like and good casting, great casting. But like it's friggin Star Wars. I, I, it, it goes back to the original conversation we were having where you know you can push back all you want, but I've heard things and I see things. You just read the news when they're firing people. <laughs> I, there, there's something going on. I don't know. I, I don't know everything, but there's something going on behind the scenes that you can then go, well, wait a minute. I do. Maybe it's not lining up exactly correctly uh, in the development of the saga. 
to tie it back to the, the Marvel talk, it's it's. I think I've heard Harloff say it before. It's, it's they don't have that Kevin Feige, you know, right? Who really sees something and really is kind of an knows that stuff. Who is orchestrating that stuff? Yes, yeah. debatable. I I it, don't it know this debatable. for a fact. I don't know this for a fact, but I perspective. It it, it seems as if uh, Kathleen doesn't know Star Wars as much as I hope. She would. That's exactly right. That's for me at least. That's what we've talked about is that Kathleen Kennedy can produce the hell out of She's a movie. She's produced anything. many of my favorite films. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Me too. We've talked about that endlessly on this endlessly. show. Endlessly. So credit you can't where tell the story due. of Hollywood without Kathleen Kennedy. But Star Wars is a different beast. It has yeah. a mythology that people love and, and it has cherish. people like us that are going to talk for an hour and a half. We're, I mean, look, I'm old as hell. You're also in your 40s. I'm going to yes. blow you up. I'm you're very not, old. You're not. I can tell that you're not. As well as <laughs> I can't even see you sitting over there. You're just a big blur. <laughs> I just uh, – who said that? But I mean, but I come on. Nap. We do an hour every week when yes. I should be f- trying to figure out how to – Breaking fan <laughs> I know. You know, and it's like, come on, like – but that's where I think it, it – that's where I think it goes to the heart of is that Kevin Feige knows his Marvel and knows in the – I mean he even went out and said we had Endgame planned five years ago. Yeah, we knew his, And now he's saying we have the next phases of MCU And he can confidently say that. And he yeah. can confidently <laughs> say that. Sometimes when those things are You saw said. Iger's reply? No. Um, so Iger uh, on some Twitter thread – and first of all, I'm looking too much into this like Disney Twitter crap, man. I gotta get out over this, dude. Oh, no, wait, I think I know what you're about to say. Though. Yeah, you're going yeah. down a rabbit hole. So, huh? so Russo, the Russo, uh, Russo Bros made some tweet. Somebody replied, "Oh, the Russo should get a shot at directing a Star Wars movie." Okay. And then Bob Iger replied with like clapping hands or like we're no. we're on it or something like that. Yeah. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. But I it, actually, so yeah, after seeing Endgame, I did actually walk out of Endgame thinking, I kind of would have liked to have seen the Russo brothers, yeah, finish off a Star Wars <laughs> trilogy. <laughs> could they? Could they? I mean, or somebody like you know, like well, I don't know, they, the, the, there's plenty of Star Wars movies that are going to be in the works. Look, look, Spider Man got two movies that nobody wants to admit ever happened. Okay, and they were able to properly delete them, kind of. Even though I mean, the movies are whatever. I mean, they're fine, but like. They were able to restart that three times, right? Right. Like, well, you're going to the heart of a lot of this is that you can't delete these Sokka movies. You can't, right? No, and that's – so that's another thing you I have a problem with. Them. It's, it's, it, if I'm going to say problem, I hate saying problem because I know. But no, I'm with you, man. You know, I'm, I'm on the other side of this table always trying to look at the positives yeah. and, and, and being optimistic and, you know. And that's great. So you're – that's yeah. I so you're, you're, you're amongst that. friends. Yeah. And – uh, but jeez, uh, I don't even know what I was. I was going to say. Oh yeah, the 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 whole. There's only one or two people. It seems like at the at the long table, right? Yeah. At the long table. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is a table that requires many people to be at it for checks and balances. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a very good point for for all the departments. Right, a very good point for tone, for continuities, for what is Star Wars. Um, all these things. But and, look. Yeah. And, and, and as much as I love Jamie and everybody knows I'm a fan of Jamie's, and like like I don't mean this in a bad way, but I shouldn't be more excited about Jamie Costa's $40,000 fan film than I am about the stuff that's coming out of the studio. Okay. So I can't just – I mean I can, I'm, I'm so excited for yours. No, no. I know. But, no. but, but like <laughs> – You're crazy, man. <laughs> I am crazy because it's like – at least when I when I look at this, I'm like, oh, this is the continuation 
of a a narrative thread that I'm invested in, that I care about seeing how it resolves, how it pays off, right. how it evolves, how it wraps up. When I look at this current thing, I'm just I'm still trying to figure out who the hell the first order is. As much as I love hearing that, I can't wait till we're proven wrong to yes. think. I can't me wait too. till that next trailer makes me. I, yeah, it makes you especially go. Ooh, I can't. I, wait. I've like, been look, saying this. The trailers have fooled me for for a long time. Every Star Wars movie trailer is great. Okay, mm. it's the movie. Like this movie needs to deliver. It needs to be the hope that you know, uh, Ryan Johnson. You're my only hope. Right. Like that's pretty much where my head is at, man. Like they will have a tough time recovering from this one, if if. Rise of Skywalker is anything like Last Jedi in terms of fan reception. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Again, I wonder – I know there's a, 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 a bunch of people that didn't like The Last Jedi. But I, it's, it's, I'm wondering what the analytics are on that. Like how many because, because it's so the Blu-ray broke records. People were buying it. They $1.2 billion at the box office. It was consumed very well. You're it right. was consumed well. But I but I agree that there is some fan um, revolt. There's some fan fatigue. There is you know a lot of people, and I want to re- I want to acknowledge they didn't like the Last Jedi. The and, only credit that I've seen where I'm looking, granted, about the Last Jedi again, spoiler warning for Game of Thrones, is comparing what happens at the end of Game of Thrones with something that that Ray did. You know, like people say, oh, Ray did it first. It's like the first time I'm almost seeing credit. <laughs> About Last Jedi, period. Well, I, you know, I that that whole Mary Sue thing came up with Arya. Did no. you see that? No, come on. I haven't. Oh yeah. No way. Yep. Did it? Yes. First of all, because I saw it trending this morning. I'm not going to spoil anything. And I rolled my eyes. So they went so far back in my eyes that I was blind for 20 minutes. But first of all, Arya has been trained very methodically. A lot of people were were going pushing back on that. But that thing pops up. Well, Ray has the not Ray. been trained. For, right, I understand. She was trained for three days. Right, I can understand. You got three some lessons. Of that. I'm going to teach you how to be a Jedi in three in three words. <laughs> I I would. I do. I do. I do no, appreciate. I do appreciate. That's something that I, I. I if I have to, I have to adjust for this new trilogy because um, I was used to an idea that the previous two trilogies did, which was. Okay, I see you've got the force in you. Oh, you not only had the force in you, you are freaking the strongest we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's take you to the academy and see what you can do with that. Mm-hmm. Let's hone that in. Right. And then I got Broom Boy and, 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 and Ray that right. I was hoping. I wasn't even worried in Force Awakens. I was like, I looked around like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Memory capsule. Really? She's already been trained, everybody. Oh, like, oh I thought for sure. No, it Which wasn't I like that. I like that angle on Bro, it. Bro, it wasn't even a thought. I thought Disney. <laughs> I I just did. I thought that. I was like, that's sure, not bad. Luke has trained her, capsuled it for safekeeping because of the fall went down. I like that a lot. You know, crap went down, and he went shit, and like got whoever she was, maybe a daughter, and went. Mm. Right. And then for when it's right, like Manchurian candidate style, I'm going to come back and you're going to link awakening here, and, and we're we're going to get back to business. Oh yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. So I, like I thought that's, that's cool. going to happen. I said that's why I wasn't worried when she was kind of figuring out tricks and forced. I was like, no, it's okay, and it wasn't. 
I mean, for me, <laughs> for me, I just I like the hone in of Academy. I, yeah, I just yeah. you know what I immediately did with Ray that that worked for me was that I recalled when Anakin Skywalker got in a, in a Naboo fighter <coughs> and went right in the middle of the right. battle and was able to. Use the forces. I mean, that's true. I mean, hey. it, it just, it just, it didn't land on me. So when I saw the Mary Sue stuff, I was just like, yeah, the right, Mary whatever. Sue stuff is stupid. It is yeah, stupid. I mean, yeah. It's stupid. I, I like that. I pay no credence to. Um, what I, what I pay credence to is the lack of exposition. You know, which to me, I can, I can understand that, is, and I can see that. It's like no it. pun intended. That's the plague of mm-hmm. these sequel movies. It's just that, you know, J.J. Abrams' mystery box thing was. A tool that they wielded, um, you know, like irresponsibly in a way. I, I agree because we didn't ever have a mystery box in Star Wars. Star Wars, you could argue that the Vader reveal in Empire Strikes yeah, Back. It's more of a twist. It's a twist. It's a character moment. It's it it fits story that George was trying to tell. And so when you look back on it now, it's like, well, no, it, it was kind of planned out. So when you're introducing Snoke and saying, well, we don't know who he is, and then Ray, she's a mystery, he was going back to some of his old tricks. Yeah, which are great tricks. I mean, look, They're I, fun. Lost they, is my, one of the top five TV shows. It will be interesting. Shows. Whatever happens in, in uh, Newest One Coming, Rise. Rise. It will be interesting. Whatever they do say about her parents mm-hmm. will I don't be know. whatever it is about that dark cave moment. Right. Yeah. That Whatever they decide to do from... Right now, yeah. Whatever they decide to do about that will answer a lot of argument yeah. about that cave you know what thing. The, what the irony is, because I've said it on the show so many times, Last Jedi might be one of my favorite uh, photographed Star Wars movies. I find it more watchable than uh, Force Awakens. Really? Yeah. For, for me, the, like, for, like, for like the reason. photography was so beautiful. For a lot of little nuggets, and but yeah, yeah, that's. More watchable is where I can stop on it. Yeah, more watchable. I I still find Force Awakens more watchable. Okay. But 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 Last Jedi might be the best photographed one. Yeah. Like like the cinematography in Last Jedi, whoever the DP was on that movie just did an incredible it's beautiful. job. Absolutely I mean, incredible I've been job. I've been doing some rewatches um over the past I would say six months. Yeah. And The Last Jedi is really you it's love wonderful. It. It's gorgeous. Yeah, he loves it, which is great. I, I love The Last Jedi, but there are now I've had enough, and I, and I and I said this on a podcast over Endgame. Once everything finally settles after you see it, like and and some people, I I, I don't get the criticism where it's like, well, you said you loved it, but then you didn't like this part, so you flip flop. It's like I can go in and go, you know, Cano Bite didn't really work for me. No, I appreciate what they were trying sure. to do. I appreciate its need. For Ryan Johnson to include it in the story, I think it's absolutely needed in order to set up kind of the legend of Luke Skywalker and what we see those slaves in the in the in the stables. They're set up at Canobite, and then we see them at the end. I enjoy that. I enjoy the story of it. Mm. Do I like the scenes? Not so much. Do I think it's weird that they go there and then go back and then all this weird stuff? There's yeah, a little yeah. muddled for me. We, we don't have to go because then I'm going to start talking about the, uh, you know, it's like. And that's what I don't want to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, God, God, God bless. God, yeah, yeah. God bless The Last Jedi and, and, and all that. Like, it's all about Rise of Skywalker and there's a lot of pressure on this movie. It, there's absolutely there's a lot. There's a lot and, of pressure on this movie. And, and there's, well, Jamie, you said it too, uh, in, which is what I want to do. It's like it. It's hard. This is these are all trilogies, right? Every single one has been, you know, 
I remember walking out at the Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and which is for me the worst of the prequels. Um, and I walked out, oh. mm-hmm. but then when Revenge of the Sith came out, I had a lot more. Yeah. I, I liked Attack of the Clones a lot more because it filled in some gaps. So, to your point, though, it really needs to work because yeah. there's a lot riding on it, and I think it's going to change and color some of the reactions from Last Jedi. At least I hope it will. We're, look, we're getting we're getting a little close on time. But there's a few yeah. things I still want to hit Jamie on. Number one, what are your thoughts about Mandalorian? What have you seen? Are you excited about that? Hmm. I've seen leaked footage, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can't believe they didn't release it. Yeah, so I was, I was lucky enough one. to be in there. That's cool. I, yeah. I actually love that they were trying to keep that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Gosh, it's kind I of like a, a Comic-Con a, moment that they wanted to give that for the people that went out to Chicago for this. Well, I yeah. think that's good when they make it special for the people that are there. Yeah. Um, but, but give I me the footage, damn it. But I watched it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I would have, too, if I wasn't I there. No, I'm <laughs> but uh, I like the way it looks. Again, it's kind of still like, well, we still got to see how Rise does. I think it's so clever of them to put it out in November to start yeah. Disney Plus because they're like, well, you can't, you weren't, you aren't going to judge whether or not you're going to go for it by whether or not you like our end to the all of it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put it out in November. So you hurry up and watch that show at least. Right. Whether or not you love The Rise of the Jedi and you're getting Star yeah. Wars seals you for good. Right. <laughs> Mandalorian comes out. You're getting this really great appetizer. Yeah. But you know, it, it might be somebody's main course for all we know. But you wonder, too, if they're going to try, since that's part of the move, mm-hmm. to do any little last minute help for Rise mm-hmm. in Mandalorian. Well, like, like, like story, story tie-ins? To maybe? help any kind of plot moves. Anything I wonder good? if there's going to be connections. Or do you think Mandalorian be. is going to drift even further away from the Force, the Big Mac? I think, yeah, like I think the Mandalorian is like the McRib. You know, it's going to... One time only. Yeah, you know, it's going to give you like Jumps that... Comes back every year for like, a certain yeah, time. Yeah, like the McRib was a thing, you know, and like the McRib almost made it. It kind of reminded me like a Brontosaurus burger, <laughs> right? Like it had like some like Flintstones edge to it. I think there's meat. There probably I is Brontosaurus curious. in there. I'm curious what you guys think about... Are they going to do any reference to uh, yes, I think the Mandalorian it, in my mind? <laughs> the well, Boba Fett? Well, right, right. No, no, they have to. We've heard, yeah, they have to. Is well, that actually him, but just different? I've heard, I've heard clone or things. a grandson or some kind of. I've heard, and this is a rumor that it, that John Favreau wanted it to be Boba Fett, right? And that it was nope, you can't do that. So he created the Mandalorian, but that oh. was his. I heard that too. I heard yeah. that too. I, I, I actually think that that's confirmed. Is it confirmed? Yeah, yeah that, I thought it, it was is a rumor. confirmed. Yeah, Boba Fett's alive and well, right? That he survived. I, I mean, thought I in read the that comments, that's canon now. I don't know if that's canon. Okay, that yeah. may not Some be. of you canon sweaties out there, you know what we like to do. We ask you yeah. because we don't know. We, we, we have we're no movies idea. and I'll be Mandalorian and streaming. Yeah. Um, those are my Because I know where we're yeah. playing in our short. There's lots of things that are still possible. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. It oh, is yeah. Tatooine after all, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean well, in Boba Fett, your timeline, he ain't in no Salak pit. No. He's alive and well. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, I see the little, and and he's like twinkle. like um he's coming of age. Gosh, speaking of Attack of the Clones, <clears throat> yeah, right, right. <laughs> there it is. I love that. Yeah. Oh my God, there's so much we could keep talking about, but um, we're, we are over. But let all right, uh, you had one more. Yeah. Uh, do you play games? Are you a gamer? 
I love games, but I don't know. I'm not a gamer. I, I am a disciplined gamer. I actually play out of discipline 45 minutes a night for voiceover stuff. And, oh, that's great. And for narrative. And I love narrative, like Batman and stuff like that. Oh, like yeah. That. yeah. That, so, that, those are my types but of But that's my too. kind of gaming. I'm not an uh, online Twitcher, uh, if you will. Right. Sure. But there's two, there's two great uh, – there's two potentially great projects coming out. Oh, yeah. There is um, a Vader Immortal, which is mm-hmm. the Vader VR game. Which, which helps with plot apparently with his stuff too, right? Like his, yeah. Like that's canon, right? Like, uh, um, I, I think everything's canon in the video and games then, too. Um, a Fallen Order. A which Jedi I Fallen wait. Order, yes. which looks also very, very cool. So mm-hmm. are you excited about these things? Very much. And hearing that it takes place, Fallen Order is kind of like this one order guy 66. That, yeah, he yeah. got he got away, right? And yeah. it's kind of like you Order 66. <sighs> that's that's a great. Now, if they can follow up that kind of thing, that would be cool. Like any yeah. excerpt scenes, you know. With yeah. Obi-Wan, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, oh, think, I think Obi-Wan's appearing in that. I, I, and Yoda. Oh my gosh! And and the kids a filthy junk trader and Mace. I'm just kidding. the kids. Is he a, really? The kids a filthy. Yeah, yeah. The kids a junk trader. Oh, and he's obviously raised dad then. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, he no, is a junk no. trader. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like canon. that's canon now. Now we know. All right, look, man. Well, we have Jamie. First of all, Jamie, um, I feel like we worn out on on our best behavior for you today. You are great. So hopefully you'll join us again Please. at some point. I Invitation. love talking Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's open anytime. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, love having you. The, uh, and I totally forgot what the hell I was going to say. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. can't. Uh, you want to force gonna... Skype me later and <laughs> tell me? Uh, I could keep going forever. I'm just all of oh, a sudden yeah. I'm in my bathroom and it's like, yeah. Fernandez. Huh? It's just like I just want the three of us to all be equally excited about something with Star Wars that, like, look, like, I had my critiques about Endgame, but I think overall, you saw Endgame, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think overall, we're all pretty psyched about Endgame. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all have our little things, like... Little bits. Like I said, when when the hype settles down and you see it a a couple more times, however many times, and you start to note, okay, okay, this didn't really... Yeah, it's like... Maybe, but right now, it's just wonderful. It works We were kids, right? And, like, we were all kids, um, they did their job. It's like we all – like when we talked about any of the three original trilogy, it was always super positive, right? Like yeah. the whole like controversy didn't really come until like Phantom Menace is when thing, people started like taking sides, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just like can I, can I please get a script that brings us all back together, man? I just really hope it is The Rise of Skywalker. I want I, – I, mean, I hope so too, and, man. and I mean this because I know how much – you you have problems with the Last Jedi. Um, I want you to walk out of that thing. Me too, man. So happy and, and hug so you. where and hug me. So hug you, you can look at me and, and then go, hug all Jamie. of us take hands. And, yeah, <laughs> and just all of us to where it's like I can't wait to talk about this on Zulu yeah. too, where yeah. we both are on the same page. Yeah. Although you know that's what I think oh, part of the charm. Aren't of you this going? Is. Aren't you going down to uh, Disney to go check out the park or something? No, no. That Haley's doing that now. Oh, Haley's doing that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Ooh, okay. So we got the Galaxy Edge invite. It worked yeah. out better for her because of uh, the website stuff. Fair enough. They're like, fair enough. Can you do that? I'm like, is the park? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is the park canon? <laughs> is the park canon? Yes, okay. it, it is, is canon. Right? It is canon. That's they're gonna, cool. They're going to be tying some loose ends in. This is what I hope they don't do. Did is you hear that, about the hotel? Oh, God. 
Yeah. Wait, I thought that sounded neat. What, the, what happened? Uh, the hotel is going to be such an immersive experience. It's only in Orlando. It's only in Orlando. Is it only in Orlando? Oh, so you're going to yeah. walk in. You're going to be able to like it's pay a, a lot of money. Dinner theater shit. Yeah. To get your own room and like stormtroopers going to show up. Like your room is basically looking out on space that like there's movements Whoa. and everything. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And I like you walk wait. out and like, you know, they, they like, hey, we need your help. And they bring you into a mission. It's like um, like uh, the uh, that show LaGuardia or no, no, no. What's that show? Um, it's oh, like, I did hear about this. That you'll be part of like looking for bounties and stuff. Like, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like park. those. those like, no, no. What's that show that's like everybody was watching in New York? It's based on a Shakespeare thing, where it's like interactive theater, where like they bring you into the story or right. whatever. Yeah. These are some like escape rooms. Choose your own adventure kind of thing. Yeah, your, something like that. Something yeah. like that. So it's, I, like, it's they're going to incorporate you in the story. Yeah, but. Interesting. Yeah, but it's definitely you pay a lot of money is what starts it's, the story off. Oh, right. really? Yeah. Because credits, yeah, credits will do fine. Bobby credits are no good there. Yeah. Yeah. No, credits will be fine. No, no, no. no, no, no you have American won't. Express card? Because <laughs> yeah. we take that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're pass. doing here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so look, you know, first of all, I, I feel like we didn't get everything we wanted to talk about out there, but we talked about some good stuff. We talked about good stuff. We talked about... A lot of good stuff. Yeah, and, and like support this man's movie, man, because I, I want to see it. I have selfish reasons. I just want to see it. I want to hey, see it. James as well. Arnold Taylor is. Oh, there it is. What's that? He's Hold supporting. On. Is he? The voice of Obi Wan? Oh, is he? Yeah. Yes. In, in many ways. In the Clone Wars. He, he, he's shouted, the voice of... he shouted out like three times already. Did he really? Uh, yeah. That's incredible. That's. He's a good guy, that guy. Yeah, he's, amazing, he's been in studio. Man. He's been in studio. He's been in time. studio. He's been an inspiration for me personally in the voice world for yes. a while. That's yeah. fantastic. So, guys, like I said, there is going to be the Indiegogo link in the description right now. It is called Kenobi, a Star Wars fan film. Jamie Costa, thank you very much for joining us. Do you want to plug anything else? Where can people find you on social media? I, I don't know. Just, Just type my name and you'll find me <laughs> yeah. if you want. <laughs> if you like, if you really want, you'll find me. I don't feel like. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard Kurt Russell coming out a little I'll, bit. I'll give it a shot. You <laughs> might find something on there. <laughs> That's, That's wonderful. It was That's wonderful. Good. The film is in the can. <laughs> give us another happy landing. Well, this was another happy landing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Perfect. It's fantastic. We were at least flying half a ship. Yes. Yep. <laughs> this has been wonderful for me. That's Mark Fernandez at Mark Fernandez on Twitter. I'm at Riley Around on Twitter. This is episode 38 of Rule of Two. That'll do it. Dropping on Tuesday evening. We hope you enjoy, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Rise. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. Today's specials, new Chase Freedom Flex with 3% on dining, including takeout. Now every meal comes with a side of cash back. Learn more at chasefreedom.com. Cars are issued by JP Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change.